So mm-hmm. um, it is, I think, probably more, if you had to put a word with it, fun than traditional workouts. Um, well, in the sense that you can gamify your workout. Yeah, they use that word in this article, gamify. I and know. I was like, wow, that's a real word? That is a real world. I thought uh, cardiovascularation was Real <laughs> word, man. Well, I also <clears throat> feel like edutainment should be a real world, real word at this point. Now, I think that, in my opinion, it's it's interesting. And I, I, like I said, the pros and cons are probably going to be a little bit more subjective, for sure, because we're making them up. So, uh, but I would say... They say the gamification, is that what mm-hmm. you just said, is is a pro. And I think for some people it can be. They're trying yeah. to uh, put a lot of... Uh, it's entertainment. And yeah, it's entertainment. I don't know if entertainment and exercise are always in the same, or need to be in the same realm. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts. Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a futuristic episode for you today. No, future is now, folks. The future is right now. So we are actually going to talk about maybe uh, the cutting edge of fitness, one of the things on the cutting edge of fitness, one of the items, and that is virtual reality fitness. So, so people say. Mm-hmm. So we're going to actually uh, kind of outline some of the pros and cons that we believe are uh, that exist within VR fitness or VR workouts. So, but before we get into that, um, I want to thank you guys for coming here today and every day, every week, to listen to us ramble on about health, fitness, wellness, and all that is encompassed in those uh, topics. Um, we appreciate you guys uh, telling a friend about the podcast, uh, sharing a link to one of your favorite podcast episodes, one of the favorite ATF episodes. We know you're doing it, and we appreciate you doing it. Now, say this is your very first episode. Well, welcome. Um, you got a lot of catching up to do, um, but you too can help us out by sharing the podcast with a friend and leaving us a rating and review in your preferred podcast app. So those are kind of the bare minimum we ask for you guys to do. Um, if you guys want to go above and beyond, maybe you can check out our sponsors, aminoco.com slash ATF. Some of our go-to supplements for both post, pre- and post-workout. So check out that website to uh, see what they can offer and see what we say about their products. So uh, let's go into a training recap. I think you mentioned to me earlier in the week that you uh, were pretty uh, had a pretty comprehensive training recap or you had well i had a pretty consistent okay consistency uh, is what i was going for please recap it for us um i actually i'm gonna have to like reference because i don't really remember what i did but i do write it down Mm, okay so um so yeah this week i was i was feeling a bit on the low energy side this past week so I didn't try to like push it really hard but I did want to make sure that I got out of bed and that I did some kind of movement because I have been feeling extremely stiff 
kind of feel like I'm losing my strength, mm-hmm. you know, just not feeling great. So I got up and I did. Um, I'm looking at my week here. And so I did three days of yoga, one of which was a power yoga. Mm. And then I did two days of spinning, um, one of which was a little bit longer. It was like a 40-minute. Wow, nice. So it felt like a nice balance. Like I didn't do really, like most of my workouts were 20, 30 minutes, but it just felt good to do something, and it set me up feeling a lot better throughout the the whole day. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having five days of movement, nice, which I haven't done in a while. And it really made me remember what movement for me really is. And it's, it's just that sort of like gift of feeling like you're in tune or like aligned with your body. Right. And the more you become disconnected, like the less you you do and the less time you spend doing any kind of movement, you sort of just stop paying attention to your body. Mm -hmm. So just doing a week, essentially a week's worth for me, really brought the focus back and made me aware of some things that I've kind of just been too busy to notice lately. It felt really good. So it, you know, you hear people say like, oh, once you start getting into the habit and the flow of, of doing some kind of movement on a regular basis, it's like, it's like addictive. You know, you can almost get, you get hooked on that feeling. It's really just listening to your body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like half of it, I think is probably just having that kind of alignment with your body, being aware of it and feeling more capable right so yeah it's it is a feeling that you want more of so i took today as my rest day but i have every intention of getting back to it tomorrow excellent i'm very oh sorry pound pound it out yes Uh, you guys can't see it we were doing fist bumps here there was a fist Uh, bump just can't believe this um but yeah i'm very happy to hear you say that and like you said it's uh I've I was thinking about some you know and we'll probably you know touch on this kind of idea in the main uh, topic of discussion for this week's episode but I think for me the Monday through Friday movement as a requirement is just a it's non-negotiable um, and I know things do come ar- do arise um, so I I understand you know taking breaks or just modifying. Modifying the intensity of your training is the way I always uh, think about, you know, uh, recovery days. Uh, just, you know, whether it be a perfect example this week for my training, uh, I started off with that private lesson of uh, the jiu-jitsu privates. I went started that this week and it was good. It was some good movement too. Um, I haven't done any spinning this week because I still don't have spinning shoes. Um, so... 
getting up and either just, you know, stretching in the morning, working out with the kettlebell at home, uh, doing some body weight workouts. I did some shadow boxing with hand weights this week, which I haven't done in a while. Um, got to the gym and did some lifts, um, upper body lift, did a lower body lift at Tampa Strength, um, did some more jujitsu, uh, and then got another, uh, uh, strength training uh, workout with some uh, weights at Tim Strength to end the week. Uh, but Thursday, I normally do like two hours of jujitsu. I take a class and then we do uh, kind of a sparring class, <coughs> rolling class. But I was listening to my body, as you frequently say, mm-hmm. and I didn't have it with me. You know, I didn't have the energy or really I felt some twinges and, you know, things happen in my back that I was like, all right, if I try to go too much today, it could be more detrimental. So yeah. more harm than good. So I pulled back the reins a little bit and just took the, the class opposed to uh, going for the rolling class also. So and I'm pretty happy with that because the next day I felt great and was able to do a strength training workout. So um, like you said, you got to listen to your body. You got to know you got to have that experience too. Um, and I think you and I have been doing this for a long time and been doing it consistently for a long time, which mm. is uh, another aspect of it that you have to uh, take in consideration. So, and I think that's kind of a nice segue into our main topic of discussion because <clears throat> virtual reality fitness. So, as you guys can combine those two words, I think you know what virtual reality is. Um, basically, there is now uh, headsets that allow you to do virtual reality. I think Meta, which is i.e. Facebook right put out they put out uh, the oculus I believe they have like headset and there's other companies that put out headsets and it's been yeah. around for a while it's just starting kind of to get a little bit more perfected nowadays I would say and more affordable exactly right so um, they uh, basically headset puts you into a simulated room whether or a simulated game and it involves a lot of to execute the game or they even do have virtual reality kind of like gyms um, for like doing like weight training things that we'll talk about more. Um, they basically lead you through a workout or put you through some cardiovascular uh, required uh, endeavor depending on what kind of game you're playing. So um, we're going to try to list some of the pros and cons that might be involved in virtual fitness. So um, we found an article on everydayhealth.com written uh, earlier this or earlier in two, July of 2022, and they actually talked to um, several doctors and several uh, experts in this field. In fact, they talked to the founder and director of the Virtual Reality Institute in Health and exercise, an independent research organization launched in 2017 to study the effects of virtual and augmented reality technology on fitness. I did not know that was a thing. Makes was, sense, though. Yeah, exactly right. So it's like I uh, and they're actually pairing with uh, San Francisco University now um, to do even more studies and whatnot, and probably you know launch a uh, uh, I'm sure launch a uh, degree program in that field. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> they uh, provided some results. So I mean, the article we found was mostly kind of talking about the benefits of uh, of VR fitness, but they talked about how their 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 research supports that. Um, one of the pros, I think one of the leading pros, um, is that, um, you can get just as good of workout 
using VR fitness as in, you know, in-person fitness at, say, like a gym mm-hmm. or doing something like a rowing class or a spinning class. Yeah. They actually said uh, that one of the games, like they have a, a boxing game, um, and they said you can burn um, essentially anywhere from 10 to 15 calories per minute. Which put it on po- and put it on par of a rowing class, like doing a rowing class, which is very intense. Mm. I don't know if anybody's ever rowed before, like you in the row machine. Yeah, very challenging, very cardiovascular demanding, uh, cardiorespiratory, uh, respiratorily demanding. I don't think that's a word. I might just made <laughs> it up, but uh, very vigorous exercise, as it would be classified as. Um, so it's definitely uh, has the ability to um, basically produce as much uh, caloric um, burn as a in-person exercise. So that is possible. Um, I know I would say um, I think some of the cons, though, is or one of the cons, I shouldn't say some of the cons, is that, um, like you said, you do have to buy equipment. Yeah. But, I mean... Price your equipment, too. I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, Right. But it's more affordable than it used to be. Exactly right. They say in this article, anywhere from 400 to $700 uh, for a headset for like probably a, a decent one. You could buy yeah. some seriously sweet weights with that. That's true. Some like you said, really when nice you compare equipment. it to like exercise equipment or even like something like we've had the, t- the Peloton for years. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that's that was more than those, that, that cost, right? Um, initially, right? Well, yeah, Total. we bought it when it was new to the market and was right. a lot more too. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, but it's uh, it, it. I don't know. Like, I think they're probably uh, they talk about they have to buy games and subscriptions, which is not you know it's uh, there's some uh, fee associated or continuing fees that's associated with it, but it's probably on par with buying several pieces of exercise equipment. Um, if you buy, a, a maybe personal training packages. Um, but, uh, it was, it, the price point is, you know, something to think about as far as a con, I would say. Um, one of the pros is that I would say it, there is a lot of variety. Uh-huh. Um, because basically all, they have a variety of VR fitness games. You know, they do, kind of frequently, especially in this article, talk about how comparing, you know, they're not exactly like, it's not a game of you going to the gym and lifting weights, even though they do have that. Mostly the game is like, uh, you're an archer trying to shoot down targets. So you're running, you're hopping, you're doing uh, crouching down and you're kind of pulling back stuff like you're doing almost like a, a row at the gym or something like that. So they attribute a lot of those actions in these games to uh, requiring basically physical, I mean, it requires physical endurance, you know, so you are burning calories while you do it. And like I said, they had a boxing game, um, archery game, um, even like fantasy games where you're using swords or wielding a lightsaber or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, it is, I think, probably more, if you had to put a word with it, fun than traditional workouts. Um, well, in the sense that you can gamify your workout. Yeah, they use that word in this article, gamify. I know. I was like, wow, that's a real word? That is a real world. I thought uh, cardiovascularation. Real, real word, man. <laughs> well, I also feel like edutainment should be a real world, real word at this point. 
Now, I think that, in my opinion, it's it's interesting. And I, I like I said, the pros and cons are probably going to be a little bit more subjective for sure because we're making them up. So, uh, but I would say they say the gamification is that what mm-hmm. you just said is is a pro, and I think for some people it can be. They're trying yeah. to uh, put a lot of uh, entertainment, and yeah, it's entertainment. I don't know if entertainment and exercise are always in the same, or need to be in the same realm, you know, because they, they mentioned in this article, it's like, and they, what they say is kind of true, and I've said it before, you know, you want to find a workout that you will do consistently, you know, and if the pleasure you derive from a game that also happens to require fitness forces you, not forces, not the right, but compels you to do it more regularly, then I guess it is a good thing. But I don't know if the pleasure, we've talked about this recently, it's like, I don't think I need immediate gratification while I'm working out. I don't, I know my workout isn't fun, quote unquote. When I lift heavy weights, I don't think, ooh, this is, this is so much fun. This is gamification. Am I using that word right? Well, do you see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So I'm putting that in the con category. But, but I'm I'm going to throw it back to you. Throw it back at me. People who play sports and love it, and they do it for they do it for fit, fitness. You know, the mm-hmm. people that go and play basketball or right. go play football or lacrosse. Right. I mean, most people look at a lacrosse game, and you're getting welts the size of of giant balls on right. your body, and people go. <clears throat> You you like this? This you is fun for you. I did. I did. Um, and but yes, I people people say you you're crazy for that. Well, yeah. I mean, like um, that is that is the gamification of fitness, right? There is sports. True, but that is also like you said. You have the tactile feeling of getting hit with a crossbar, getting hit with a cross stick, and or other any other sport. Is and it those- as satisfying? Like you talked about instant gratification. That's my question is, is it the same kind of gratification that you get? Is it as satisfying as doing a real sport or like, you know, throwing a ball and seeing it in real time make contact with a object near you and feeling like the vibrations of it bouncing off the backboard. So the thing is, this is going to go, this is probably leading us down another whole nother discussion (laughs) about VR versus reality. But first, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode. Listeners of the Addicted to Fitness podcast know that exercise is a regular part of our lives. With that said, recovery is also a regular part of our everyday life. We've tried numerous recovery products. We've interviewed the inventors of numerous recovery products, and nothing has really uh, provided the results that we really were looking for. That's until the Amino Company reached out to us and told us to try their Heal Supplement. The Heal Supplement is 
100% science-backed to provide clinically proven benefits. It's three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein source. It can help maintain healthy inflammation levels, preserve muscle mass during periods of complete inactivity, and improves physical strength and function. Uh, it is also keto-friendly, soy-free, vegetarian, and gluten-free and non-GMO. Guys, I, I've been using this for about a month now, and I promise you that my exercise intensity has been able to increase over that month, whether it be in jujitsu, strength training, on the Peloton, and I really am a big believer that the reason, one of the reasons why is because of the Heal product. You guys can take advantage and try it for yourself at a discount, being a listener of the Addicted to Fitness podcast, by going to aminoco.com and using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, visit aminoco.com slash ATF to read more about what I think of these products and some other the science behind why Heal Supplement really works. Virtual reality. Yeah, well. reality. You know, what I've heard about virtual reality, these, these headsets, is that it, it's very real, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you are getting the real, as far as the fitness, you're getting the real feedback about it requires, you know, uh, to you to burn calories, to get your, you know, uh, get your heartbeat up and everything like that. But you still have the notion that what you're doing in the game is not real, real life. Or at least you do right now. I'm sure yeah. they're working towards you'll not be no, couldn't distinguish reality versus virtual reality, but the whole other conversation. I think you still have the knowledge, but like I said, this is, if we're just talking strictly fitness, I don't think there is, I don't think there's a problem with gamification, you mm-hmm. know, because especially for people who are looking to get motivated to have a regular fitness routine. I yeah. think it's different kind of categories. So it could be a pro for one person, a con for me. It's a con for me because I need, I want the tie. And I'm a, a weirdo anyways because I like things like jujitsu and kickboxing and things like that. And I like the idea of, you know, lifting heavy weights to exhaustion or things like that or going oh, to the yeah. sauna. Um, so I like the comfort. You like I feel the comfortable. challenge. Yes, exactly right. So, but I'm I'm probably also kind of, next level as far as my fitness routine i think the vr for the idea of gamification might be a a huge pro for uh people that are are kind of still searching for their go-to fitness routine yeah i think of it you know in terms of a pro the gamification is an incentive it's inspiration Mm -hmm. it's something that could either hook you your interest or it could keep you going for longer. Mm. You know, it's people have lots of different reasons that they don't stick with their workouts. Mm -hmm. But I think there, a lot of it is, um, a lot of it is addressed by a VR game. You know, like if you're a person who doesn't really want to go work out in a gym, you don't want to pay for a personal trainer, you don't want someone staring at you and analyzing everything you're doing and giving you feedback. You just want to go and do something kind of independently and yet also feel like you're Mm -hmm. maybe feel like you're around other people, but not have to be physically in front of other people. 
Um, I think if it's for all of those reasons, if it's something that helps you and it gets you on the right track, yeah, I think fantastic. I think it's awesome. Right. But on the flip side, a big con I could see is, you know, like for the boxing games and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I've done boxing. I've done kickboxing. I loved it. I've not kicked or punched another person, like, as a sport. Right. It's a very different thing. Yeah. And I feel like there's skills you need in order to do it right, to do it without injury. And, yeah, you could get probably, like, a good cardio workout just jumping around. But you can get a damn good cardio workout just jumping around with a jump rope. Right. So there's, are you going to develop the skills necessary to kind of continue to develop yourself? Like, I feel like it's sort of, there's a limit to what VR can give you. I I think that's a good, I think that's a good assertion. Yeah. You're Um, not getting the feedback necessarily and you're not getting this, you're not developing the real life skills. Right that I feel like would be necessary in most instances to move up in your physical fitness. Right. So it's interesting because I would have to, um, they talk about somebody doing VR curls, wearing a VR simulator and doing curls in person. They were saying something about how the people with the VR headsets were did more curls and did it for longer periods of time. And I'm just curious to know where they, the person wearing the VR headset, were they holding a dumbbell? Like the person... Or were they just doing, like, empty curls? I just... Yeah, because uh, they tried to explain it in the article, but I didn't quite know. Because if you're holding a dumbbell with the, the reality goggles on, why don't you just take them off and... Right. Know, like, anywho, but it was just a study. Yeah. So I understand why they were probably doing it for study's sake. But um, I think one of the pros is that... Um, I think it's great for uh, certain demographics. Um, Like I said, people that are just starting off on uh, getting into working out. Um, But I think even possibly like seniors, it could be an asset to them. Because as far as just as long as they're doing it safely and whatnot, like that's the kind of thing. You also have to, I know we're getting into pros and cons simultaneously, but I think um, with the the fact that they're bringing the workout to them, they don't have to leave their home um, and they can do it, you know, from whatever kind of um, ability they have, you can modify the workout based on their ability. Um, That is something that I think could be beneficial to people that are maybe, um, whether they be elderly, handicapped or what they may be in the special needs. Absolutely. I think that's it. The adaptability of VR fitness, I think, is yeah. really uh, one of the pros. Well, and um, you think like people who, you know, maybe they have a range of disabilities. Maybe mm-hmm. some of them aren't even physical. This is going to be able to change your environment really quickly uh-huh. and put you in, you know, maybe it's an environment that you just feel safe in. Uh, maybe it's an environment that gets you out of if you're not. You know, like I could see, like like you said, with with an older audience, you've got people who are in like nursing homes and stuff, right. 
wouldn't it be cool if they could escape their nursing home yeah. and go like walk a mountain? Yeah, that's true. You know, and yes. like, like that would be amazing. Right. So yeah. that sort of thing, <clears throat> I think that that VR were, I have sort of like a summary, I think, okay. is what I'm getting to. Yeah. Like a main point. All right. So can you want me to share one thing before you get to your summary? Yeah, if you have anything else. I would say my only, and I think it's kind of a con, and I just say being a personal trainer is that there's really no other level of accountability. Um, much like any other form of exercise that is not, I would say, you, you're, you're not beholden to somebody else about the results. You know, usually results, yes, it's self-driven, but typically, uh, you know, fitness can be free. Um, you can go work, you can go run, you can do body weight exercises, but typically people need more motivation in order to feel the extra level of accountability. And I don't think VR, VR is kind of lacking in that, even though maybe you check in with like some sort of virtual trainer every day. Maybe that's the next level. If so, I really got to get to work. Uh, but uh, I think that's kind of a current way it stays right now or where it kind of exists right now. I think that's one thing is lacking is, um, the uh, uh, a level of accountability. Yes. So, summarize. Summation. Summation. Synopsis. Uh, is I think VR is a great way to amplify your fitness from where you are now, mm -hmm. like you know your present day fitness. If you've already developed skills, there's ways that you could use it in fun new ways. If you're just looking to get into fitness and start moving and, you know, having some inspiration and motivation to keep going, I think it's it's an amplifier. But I don't, I'm not sold that this is, for most people, going to be how they do fitness yeah. effectively. How I they can truly... Um, satisfy the many facets to fitness. Right. Fitness is more than just moving your body. Right. We've talked about that a lot. Putting another electronic on your head, I don't believe that that is a solution for all your fitness and needs. I agree. I think that's, I think that's a good point. And um, it can be a tool, but uh, it, Sadly, with most tools, especially with technology, um, it's uh, it seems to be maybe kind of uh, making people more isolated, opposed mm -hmm. to kind of bringing people together. And that's one thing I do think fitness is good of. Not just group training. I think even you know going to a big box gym, and it's not for everybody. Some people have you um, build social anxiety, but you do. You yeah. see the people, same people. You know, hi, wave to them, nod to them. Um, break you know conversation. Geez, I've told you the the sauna conversations we've had. Or yeah, but you that, get like you people know, congratulating yep. you. They see the difference that you're making. You get support. Right. Your VR device is not probably going to do that. Yeah, like I said, we we haven't. We'll, full disclosure, I don't think either of us has used it before. I have actually. Full disclosure, I haven't used it before. I have not used it for fitness purposes though. I've full only disclosure, used it for... we haven't used it for fitness. <laughs> before <laughs> uh, but uh yes that's what if we had to make the pros and cons list that's what we give it to you guys 
If you guys have used VR fitness, please let us know. Please. We would love to hear your thoughts, your favorite games, you know, your first experience. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Put it in the reviews or go to our Instagram and drop us a, a message. At the ATF podcast. Yes. Tell us if you're pumped about VR fitness. Because um, we're going to tell you I'm about what's got us pumped. But yeah, I've got something that's even more, more pumpable. <laughs> I was going to say, that's got me more pumped. There pumped we up. go. I'm just making up words today. <laughs> <laughs> this have, is called the Made Up Word Podcast. Regular, regular thesaurus today. <laughs> All right. So what's got you pumped? So I actually have a a YouTube uh, chan- channel. No, YouTube. What do you call it? Channel. Yeah, channel. Yeah. Like someone you can subscribe to. Yeah. Um, it's really not about fitness. It's more about uh, enjoying like simplicity in your life. And it's not even English. <laughs> it is a Korean channel about a woman who has a, a daughter named Hami. And so the channel is called Hami Mommy. All one word, Hami Mommy. And it is like a really fascinating blend of gentle music, some real life sounds, and like just like ASMR. Mm-hmm. You know, she's She's walking you through, you know, meals that she's making, trips that she's taking, um, cleaning, like little cleaning hacks. And it's all like Korean. So there's subtitles. You have to be able to read subtitles. But I, I share this because it's like the most relaxing thing that I can watch. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's relaxing, but it's also satisfying. And, like, sometimes I learn new things, like learn new recipes. She has all these really interesting gadgets. You know, she's she's all this different cookware. And it's just interesting. Like, I am always fascinated to see how people live in different places, in different situations. She is a working from home, YouTube creator. She has a substantial following. So I'm pretty sure this is now helping support her family. She has one daughter, um, but it's very interesting to see just the differences, but also so many similarities Mm -hmm. to like life as I know it. You know, we have one daughter, I work out of the house it's just really interesting and it's i think that there's a message that she shares about focusing on life's simple joys mm-hmm. and that life doesn't have to be big and extraordinary to be meaningful and enjoyable i just i thought i i feel like it's a a really nice balance to a lot of the things that I see out there. Like I also follow like 
extreme adventurers on YouTube. So I feel like this is a nice balance. So hummy mommy for anybody who's interested in just, you know, that sort of relaxation, something kind of calm you down. I started watching at the end of the day because it's just very relaxing. Yeah. So I, I do like the little music and the the, the sounds are very It is. Soothing. It's that ASMR. Like she could be chopping she could be chopping like I don't know, vegetables yeah. and it's somehow relaxing. Uh so that's pretty cool. Like I said, I, I have witnessed <laughs> That's unexpected, so, right? So it was, yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> Glad to see you're pumped for that. I'm pretty um, pumped. What I'm pumped for is that I'm sticking with some intentions. So far, I know we're only in the third week of January, but my intention to stay connected or connectivity, I think, was my intention. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it pretty well. Uh, I talked to a buddy, um, high, uh, college buddy, um, on the phone. Had a good conversation. He, he and his wife are actually coming down in about a month. Ooh, ooh. we meet up for dinner with them. Uh, I talked to my brother this week, which everybody's like, oh, he's a brother. That's easy. Well, my brother and I don't really talk via the phone a ton. Um, so uh, yeah. talking to him over the phone was good and had a good conversation. So um, that was very important and felt good. And then this coming week, I'll be going to a concert with one of my old buddies, you know, guys, you know, one of my clients now, but still probably one of my best friends who really introduced me to live music. So we're going to go back to the concert, go back to, you know, getting back to see some live music together. So Bro date. Bro date for sure. So I'm pretty excited about that. And so going, the intention um, for 2023, yeah, I'm working hard at it. So pretty excited about that. Pumped. Congrats. I'm pumped for it. That's good. So oh, pumped dear. to have you guys uh, along on the fitness journey we'll take in 2023. Uh, please let us know what you think about it. Rating reviews. Uh, share the podcast with a friend. Visit aminoco.com slash ATF and use the code ATF at checkout to get 30% off. And please follow us on Instagram at the ATF podcast. You got anything else for us tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.